The views and opinions expressed in the Hide and Seek podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views, positions, or opinions of the host or contributors. Hey everyone, this is Sarah. Most of you know me from the Hide and Seek podcast discussion group on Facebook. Do you enjoy the Hide and Seek podcast? Would you like to show your support? Head over to Apple iTunes, leave us a five-star review, and follow us so you never miss an episode. You can interact with us as well as share your thoughts, ideas, and theories on this season's episodes by joining the Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The following podcast may contain strong language and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Sweet dreams are made of this. 24-Hour News Aid's Brady Gillum went to Sturgis tonight to speak with the missing woman's mother about what may have happened to her daughter. I can tell you where she most likely is. I hadn't seen anybody that I felt comfortable saying anything to until today. The stories they tell are pretty They're pretty freaking gruesome. I kept all the text messages, Facebook messages, the messages between me and Brittany. I have all of them. I have everything. I told him, I said, I kill all the motherfuckers and I was going to have my people fucking take care of it. I'll just say Brittany's name out of nowhere just to see what somebody says. Because this little town around here would be hard to hide something like that. Because eventually everything comes out. To me, some days I don't believe anything happened to her. I think she just left. This is Hide and Seek, Season 3. I'm your host, James Basinger. Hey guys. In last week's episode, we heard a recording taken by Ashley and her co-pilot, J.J. Fox. In this recording... We hear Eric Glide, who is unaware he's being recorded, recount a story he heard from a woman named Holly. Holly repeats this story to Glide after hearing it from a guy named Derek. After hearing the recording, I was able to get in touch with Glide. In my opinion, he was open, forthcoming, and recalled as much as he could during this interview. He speaks about his friend Pocket living with Ashley and eventually getting arrested on November 29th, 2018 at a gas station near Ashley's apartment. Now, Polly does ask Glide to watch out for Ashley while he's incarcerated so no one fucks with her. He asked me to watch over and take care of her when I was gone. He was gone. What, did that, what does that look like when, you, when he says, hey, take care of her and you kind of watch over and help out? Does that mean... Make sure nobody fucks her over and shit like that. As we discuss events surrounding November 30th, Glide vividly recalls his first encounter with Eric S. Yeah, I met him and I didn't like him. Tell me about that occurrence and what happened. Well, I needed to ride back to Turner as I stopped over there and she said, this this is Brittany's uh, ex-husband, blah, blah, blah. This is Eric. To get clarification on dates, I'll reach out to Glide again. We dive deep into his memory, trying to narrow down dates and times 
I can tell he wants to be accurate, and he tries hard to recall these memories. Hey, what are you doing? Not much. What are you up to? Uh, waste some money on lottery tickets. Are you really? Yeah. <laughs> That's I... what I was doing when you called. I was in the store. What's up? Wanted to ask you some follow-up questions on um, some of the stuff that after, after going back and listening, it's kind of jolted my memory on some things. I'm like, wait a second. More about the time that you had met Eric and when he gave you that ride home and mentions Rabbit and him being a driver and all that stuff. Did you go over to Ashley's a day after? I Pop- think I was there both days. The day of and the day after? Yeah. Okay. No, no. <laughs> No, I'm a little confused on that one because supposedly it had to be the day after because or that day whatever day Eric came over and told Ashley that she was missing and they all were oh da 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 and then they were well we gotta go find her and I said well I gotta go home you know and then he gave me a ride home now I'm not positive it was that day the first time I met him I was right in there them two days or whatever. You know, I hung out with her there for probably about two weeks. You know, and that's when John showed up and all that, all there and there running around, looking here and running there. John is JJ, right? JJ, yeah, John. I know exactly that he's the one that come over and told Ashley that she was missing. And you think that was on the 30th, the day after Pocket got arrested? Yeah, that's what I thought. It was right near there. Do you remember how you were informed that Pocket had been arrested? I think I seen him on mobile patrol. And just, I'm curious, just for, for my own understanding, for someone like you, for you to have that on your phone, is that like kind of like your way of kind of keeping tabs on what's going in and out? Yeah, I like to check my, see who goes in and who goes out to know you know if somebody gets busted then I don't you know I don't bubble three for free right right okay tell on three get away free and yeah. so you see he's in he gets booked right and you said he had asked you to watch over Ashley's house or at least no one fucks with her do you remember how he requested that like was that a phone call that you guys had on your there phone there was a phone call from jail was he talking to you from Ashley's phone or from your from your phone or? Uh, Ashley's. I don't talk to nobody on my phone from jail. I know that Eric came over and told Ashley that 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 Brittany was missing, and because I know they were all amped up to go look for Brittany. Who's they? Ashley like go look Eric? for him. And I can't say which day it was. I never knew anything about. You know, just that she didn't come home like, yeah, it was because he said she didn't come home last night or whatever. The 30th or the 1st. That would have been the 1st. That would have been the 1st. Because that's the way he said it. Brittany didn't come home last night. That's what he said. In actuality, though, he dropped me off on Portage Street in uh, three reverse, probably right behind Little Caesars. That'll give you estimate. Well, you don't know the damn town anyway. So I didn't have him take him home. 
because I was pissed because he drove like a freaking idiot. And when you arrived, you said you got there sometime probably more towards the afternoon on the, on the, let's say it's the first, right? It's the day after she's coming. Right. Do you, right. you, you had said, I was like, what was that? What was Ashley's demeanor? What was her emotions like? And you're like, you know, more than anything, I thought she was trying to get, you know, if I recall, she was trying to get high, not like weeping that pocket was in jail again. But do you remember what she was doing or when you arrived or what you, what you guys were up to? We were getting high in that pixel apartment. Because when did her kids get to about the same time, right? Yeah, what, what sticks out to you about her losing her kiddos? Oh, they were there at first. Yeah, they were. So you remember her kids being there at her house when you were there? Yeah, just like one or two times, and then they were gone. You know, if you ever when seen the apartment, you'd know why. Well, I was told, yeah. I was I was told that on the thirtieth when you guys are when you're there and you're you know hang whatever you're doing on the first uh, when Eric comes in he's like we need to you know Britt's missing and they're like we need to figure out do you recall her kids being there during that time no okay. was it a weekend yeah so the thirtieth was a Friday Saturday would have been the first yeah they went somewhere for the weekend. Eric took you home for after leaving Ashes. Was it nighttime? Was it daytime? No, it was daytime. The sun was still out. If if you think about this, is it possible that this encounter of Eric Shank walking in and being like Brittany's missing, blah 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 blah, is it possible that this happens on December eighth? It could have. Okay, so let's break that down for a sec. December eighth is what is that? Nine days after Pocket got arrested. Yeah, I, I don't really remember when Pocket got arrested. Well, he gets arrested. So he gets arrested on November 29th. It makes more sense for it to not to be that day afterwards because, you know, I, I talked to Pocket on the phone and all that by then. And, but, and I know Eric, we need, hold on. It's starting. Let me think about this for a minute. Okay. JJ, oh, I gave them a ride then. So the, the 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 real question that I'm getting at, Eric, is with that app that you have, when you keep updates on everybody and you kind of know who to sell, not sell. I mean, essentially, what we're saying is, would you have gone nine days without having any kind of contact with Pocket during that time? And also, would you have gone nine days without realizing on the app that he had been arrested? Because no, I knew he was arrested when he got arrested. It was only a day or two, dude. Okay, I checked that that app every day i usually do like when i'm like religiously you know doing things you're doing things i mean i haven't like checked it regular lately but yeah i know what you mean though like if you're doing things and things are moving around then you're checking it when you talk to him on the phone he's like you know watch out for her you you're on ashley's phone when he's making that call if that happens on the 8th then okay um, I still swear he said she didn't come home last night. After some searching through Glyde's memory bank, we hear him recall how he likely found out that Polly had been arrested. He tells me Polly's arrest was at a time when he checked an app called Mobile Patrol frequently. If you don't know what Mobile Patrol is, it's an app that connects people to important safety information 
news, and critical alerts for an area of your choice. They partner with public safety and law enforcement agencies nationwide and list up-to-date arrests. Glide believes this is how he would come to find out that his buddy was incarcerated. He recalls using this app because it helped him keep up to date on people who were arrested and quickly released. Why is this important? To some, a quick release may signify someone has turned the names of others over to law enforcement. This would be someone Glide wouldn't want to do business with. Glide says his phone doesn't accept calls from anyone who's incarcerated, so he speaks to Pocket from Ashley's cell phone while at her apartment. Pocket asks Glide to keep an eye out on Ashley so no one fucks with her. While at Ashley's, Glide recalls Eric S. showing up. What he says to Ashley may slightly change our idea of the timeline. I still swear he said she didn't come home last night. With this piece of information, we feel more confident that this exchange takes place on December 1st. Glide tells us that he's already at Ashley's when Eric S. shows up reporting to her that Brittany didn't come home last night. There's a couple sticking points here. Consider that Ashley says she is Eric's alibi for November 30th, saying he's with her all night. Glide says Eric S. shows up when he's at Ashley's the next day on December 1st, reporting to her that Brittany is missing. Where was Eric coming from? And my second point, by all accounts, we've established that Brittany and Eric S. were not living together at this point. But he says, Brittany didn't come home last night. How does Eric know this? And where does Eric consider her home to be? We're a bit confused by Eric and Ashley's actions. Knowing what we know now from Ashley's testimony, if Glide recalls Ashley and Eric saying, they were going to jump into action to find Brittany. Why didn't that happen? So, let's go back to the when we talked about this in the beginning. Remember, these moments act like anchors. Just like when Pocket got arrested, you remember being in bed crying because he got arrested on the 20th or 29th, whatever day it was. And, like, struggling. In a situation where it's like, we have passwords. We this have isn't traumatic for me yet. Because I don't grasp how serious this is. Right, but I, it's not set in yet. Some things just don't seem to be adding up. Don Hill is mentioned by Ashley, and then more recently by Glide. Both say it was a hotbed of criminal activity, including sexual assault, kidnapping, murder, drugs, and counterfeit money making. I'm attempting to make contact with Don Hill and Saudi McWaters. We know Saudi is in prison in Florida. We'll keep you updated. We heard rumors about a fire at Don Hill's property the night Brittany disappeared. The implication was that Brittany ended up here and the property was burned to get rid of evidence. What we discovered was the first fire occurred on December 15th, 2018 and the second was five days later on December 20th. Incidentally, we've been told the ring video of Chuck at the chicken farm also took place on December 15th. Could there be a connection here? 
Don's house was demolished and no longer stands. Today, the property has new life and is used by farmers. We want to respect the new property owners by keeping the location off the record and hope everyone listening will respect them as well. Even though the land is repurposed now and there are new owners, I have an idea. Okay, so um, we obviously know that now that Don Hill's house bulldoze it's gone what they were allowed to toss into the basement they did and then as we understand from the new property owners that they burned basically the rest of the debris correct and then we have new information that they're farming this land out i'm thinking we have enough time when i go back we can do did for nancy's case i learned about this it's called gpr which I'm, i'm pretty sure you're familiar with Yep, very familiar. So why don't we have you, why don't you go and try to find someone who's in the area? Okay. Why don't we start there and then, because that's going to give us an accurate hit, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's also the least invasive thing to do instead of, you know, just like you said, going in and digging. So I think that's probably a good plan. Find out which ones would be a good fit for us and then... Why don't you get back to me on that one? Sounds good. Okay, thanks. If you aren't familiar with what a GPR is, it's a geophysical locating method that uses radio waves to capture images below the surface of the Earth. To be clear, it captures anomalies in the Earth. It does not capture a picture of actual items. Sarah's already back with an answer for me. Good morning. So, I just got off the phone with a fantastic GPR company who is going to donate their services to us. So call me back when you have a free minute. I've got uh, Sean here as well. Hey, what's up, Sean? How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Good, good. Thanks for jumping on the horn and and, uh, being able to kind of go over this stuff with me and uh, Sarah. So, uh, and then thank you. That's nice. We'll be sure to let her know. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Thank you guys Sounds so good. much. Thank no you guys. Problem. We'll let you go. Yeah. Talk enjoy. to you later. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Plans are solid. Mike will meet us when we're back in Michigan. Things are moving along. Stay with us. When Sarah and I began investigating this case in June of 2021, Pocket was incarcerated. He's eventually released, and I want to talk to him. Even though I know Pocket was incarcerated when Brittany disappeared, I still think there's things that we can learn from him. Knowing Pocket lived with Ashley, I assume that means he would have spent time around Brittany and might have insight into the dynamics between Brittany, Eric, and Ashley. I want to hear his take on things. Who better to ask than someone who lived in the home Ashley claims Brittany spent so much time in? Now, by this time, I've built a decent rapport with Glide. So I reach out to him in hopes that he'll agree to speak to his boy Pocket on my behalf. It's not long after, I receive Pocket's cell phone number. So I shoot him a message. 
Hey man, trying to get a hold of Pocket. Got the right number? I get a response pretty quickly. What's good? I dial Pocket and hit send. It rings and rings. No answer. He messages me. I'm busy at the moment. I respond. Okay. What time are you free? A day later, I still haven't received a response. I send Pocket another text. Checking in. You free today? No response. A day goes by. Then two. Then three. 28 days pass. It's 3.30 a.m. It's Pocket. Sorry, I lost my phone, but I'm free today if you're interested. I get another text almost immediately. Please forgive me. Let me make it up to you. That evening, I finally get Pocket on the phone. Hello? Hey, Pocket? How you doing, man? I'm not too bad, buddy. How are you? I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for taking my call. This is uh, James. You you sent me a text message earlier today. Uh, wanted to reach out to you and see if there's a chance. Uh, I don't know if tonight was a good night, but wanted to see if uh, there was time for us to just talk. I know that you know probably very little about the case, but I wanted to just run some things by you if that was okay with you. Literally, I will not answer no questions, but I'll listen. Okay. Do, do you want to do it tonight, or yeah. does it right now work for you? Or I'm do you want to do it in the morning, man? Because I'm trying to get some. To okay. Be honest with you. Okay. Hey, I just became single again. There you go, buddy. Hey, dude. I'm, hey, <laughs> hey, she cheated on me. I'm trying. I'm trying to go show that I wasn't cheating. So. Well, just be safe. Uh, whatever you, know what you do. Yeah, just be safe. Uh, whatever you hey, do. Hey, I'll get. Hey, I'll get. Can I call you tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a call. You're on you're on uh, uh, Eastern Time Zone, so I'm o- I'm three hours behind you. I'm over on West Coast. What time works? So what? Noon? I call you. I call you. I call you my noon. Okay, that sounds good to me. You're nine, right? Yes. Yep. Oh, hey, I call you at three and call you at noon. Perfect. That works for me. On your time. Perfect. Right. I call you at noon on your time. The next day comes and goes with no word from Pocket. No call, no text, no message. I reach out, no response. It's dead air. A month passes, then two months pass. I feel like I'm waiting on something that isn't going to happen. We're working on the suspect board one night when I get a call from Glide telling me to reach out to his boy Pocket. Round two. What's going on, man? Oh, shit. Trying to live the dream that ain't the dream no more, I guess, eh? Fuck, bro. I've been trying to find you. You've been, you've been, you've been on the streets? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, your boy, your boy, pa- uh, not Pocket, uh, your boy, um, Eric is also trying to get a hold of you. Who? Eric? Glide? All right. Eric Glide? Yeah. <clears throat> Tell that dude to give me a call. How do you know he's my boy? I mean. He told me. Okay. <coughs> Allegations allegedly. Or you? Got, oh, well, I thought you guys were friends. Me, me, me and him are tight. Me and him are tight. I just did. Uh, I yeah, allegedly. 
This is Curtis Pauly, better known as Pocket, Ashley's boyfriend at the time Brittany went missing. You often hear him throw the word allegedly on the end of a sentence. It seems like his way of absolving himself from anything he said prior. Even though Pocket was incarcerated when Brittany disappeared, I could sense he's still very guarded at times. What I wanted to reach out to you, bro, is about, obviously, this Brittany Shane case. I've been investigating this thing for almost a year now, bro, so I have, like, a lot of, I have a lot of information that I'm caught up to and speed with. And I'm familiar that you were arrested on the 29th, I believe, of November? It was either the 28th or the 29th, yes, ma'am. Okay. How, and, and so what I'm calling you about specifically, bro, is more about Ashley and what was going on at her place uh, during that time. Sucking and fucking everything for dope. What's that? She was sucking and fucking everything for dope. When you, how long had you guys been dating when before you got arrested? How long you guys? How long had you guys been dating for? Man, I cut my tether off. I was only out twenty eight days. You're out twenty eight days, and then you cut that, and then were you guys starting? No, 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 no. Look, I cut my tether off, and then I was only out twenty eight days after I cut it off. Oh shit! Okay. I was only with her for twenty eight days, man. Okay, and then how often did you see Brittany over there? Dude, I've seen her like three, maybe four times, if that. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Okay, so you saw her maybe... And I'm the one that and, went and picked her up the two times that I know of. Picked her up Allegedly. where? Picked her up where? From her, grandma, from her grandmother's house. When did that happen? Fuck, within the 28 days, because I just met her to, within the 28 days. Okay. So, you met her, and you, you say that she was probably at Ashley's house maybe three times of those 28 days. Yeah, Okay. Maybe. And did she ever stay the night there? Nope. Because Ashley's made it like she was living there. She was one to. She was trying to, but Ashley wouldn't quit fighting with everybody. Who was she fighting with? Me, Eric, every, every, every dick that was in the house. Just just arguing, you know, causing problems, drawing attention that didn't need to be drawn, you know, just drama bullshit. Do you, in your opinion, do you feel like Ashley was jealous of Brittany at all? Oh, hell yeah. Really? She was accusing me of fucking her. I, I'd only been around her once or twice. And never by myself. Allegedly. Ashley accused you of fucking with Brittany? Yeah, she. That's like when I when I told you that uh, she would call and they they would be like, "Oh, it should be okay." Click, okay. Yeah, that's why. That's why I had to be on speakerphone. That's why every call that I got from a female or any call period that was coming to that phone was on speaker. Oh, shit. because I was accused of everything and everything, and I wasn't. How often did you see Eric Shank there? Man, he was our bitch. Oh, for real. Hell yeah. He was fucking Ashley. Yeah, but was he fucking her while Brittany was alive and around? Look, dude, I was out 28 days. Yeah. Put it this way. I told you I picked her up twice. Uh-huh. Okay. Once with Eric, once without Eric. When I got back to the house without Eric, you could tell that there was something going on between them two because me and me and her, me and uh, 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 Brit- Brittany got accused of it. You and Brittany what? Me and, me and Brittany got accused of it on the way back. But it's what she don't realize, it's what Ashley don't realize is I picked people up before I got her that time. And I had, yeah, a good 
good reasoning of not sleeping with her in that 20 minute time. And you went and picked her up from grandma's house, brought her, yes, brought her back, and then you took her back to grandma's house after that? Yeah. Do you know what, what was that purpose of, her, of picking her up and dropping her off for? Eric. Eric. Eric, okay. Was Eric more around Ashley's house than Britt was, or was was it the same? Oh, yeah. Hey, Eric was there 24-7, bro, pretty much. Okay. Because I thought I saw Eric had gotten out of jail, like, around November 11th or like that, something like that. Does that sound right? Hell no, because he was in there when I went in there. Okay. Okay. All right. Because um, I snatched him up in the cell allegedly and asked him what the fuck the deal was. Oh, you yeah, you, you pinned him up in there? No, I, well, I locked on with him allegedly, yeah. Okay. Pocket's memory is slightly inaccurate. After we search the court records, we find that Pocket cut his ankle monitor on October 18th. Not long after, authorities receive a tip concerning his whereabouts and he's taken into custody at a convenience store next to Ashley's apartment on November 29th, the day before Brittany disappears. This means everything Pocket is recollecting in this time frame is significant to Brittany's disappearance. Of course, Ashley is Pocket's ex, and I understand there are often hard feelings between exes. We can all hear the disdain he has for Ashley, but this doesn't seem to influence his memory of events. According to Pocket, he says he only saw Brittany at Ashley's three or four times. He picked her up two out of the four. If Brittany was there as often as we've been led to believe, then how could Pocket not recall her being there if he's living there too? We hear Pocket recall Ashley accusing him and Brittany of fooling around together. He says the one really fooling around was Ashley. He details her level of jealousy and paranoia by telling me about occasions when he would have to take calls on a speakerphone to avoid accusations of cheating. I asked Pocket how often Eric was at Ashley's. Hey, Eric was there 24-7, bro, pretty much. Pocket confirms that Brittany did want to move in with Ashley at one point. But according to him, Ashley is fighting with all the men in the house, and Brittany decides against it. Compared to Ashley's testimony... Pocket's recollection is vastly different. There was a point in time, I think, uh, Glide told me he remembers meeting you and Ashley out, kind of out in the skirts, and you guys doing some business, whatever. And he remembers calling you and saying, hey, you know, fix the headlight because that's an easy way for cops to stop you. Do you recall, yes, do you recall that? Yes, sir. Okay. Ashley says the last time she saw Brittany was at Walmart. And that Brittany met her there because she was going to buy a headlight and that Brittany wanted some dope, but Brittany met her at, at, at Walmart. That's a big negatory, homeboy. I'm the one that got the light bulb. You got the light bulb for the car? Hell yeah. Did you go with Ashley to the to Walmart? Uh, yeah, I'm the one that went to, I'm the one that got the goddamn light bulb for the car, but there was no, there was no Brittany. Was I Ashley with I you? I didn't see no Brittany. Did you get the wrong light bulb by any chance? Yes, I did. Okay, so you got the wrong light bulb, and then... I went to jail, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Like, legitimately, when I went to jail, the car still had a headlight out. 
fuck then dude her story doesn't add up and then how do you remember how many days after you got the light bulb that you got arrested bro it was within like a week maybe because we, hey, we went on we went on without that light bulb for fucking almost two and a half three weeks okay. it was almost a full month it was almost a full time I was out okay because I kept trying to do repairs so we didn't get pulled over do you know how they even got a, like a tipped off that you were over at Ashley's and that's where they found you at the mini mart across the street like how did they even know you were there Chris Pontius well it was either Chris Pontius Eric and motherfucking Ashley or it was just uh Chris Pontius who's Chris Pontius allegedly do you know who that is is he connected or affiliated to Brittany or or Ashley oh yeah they That was their dick. We hear a new name from Pocket. Chris Pontius. When I ask Pocket who this is, he tells me that was their dick, meaning Brittany and Ashley. Does this mean that they were both sleeping with this guy? I'm not sure what the story is, but this is a path I'm definitely going down. All right, so... After you had gotten arrested, because one of the questions I had was, how did they fucking know he was right across the street? Because just if you just play it out coincidentally, you go to jail and you're you're technically Ashley's guy, right? You you go to jail and then the next day, Ash or D- Brittany disappears, and then Eric and Ashley have each other. Yeah, they, I'm telling you, it's fucked up. See, Ash, Ashley's made me believe from the beginning. Me and Britt were best friends. She was going to stay over there, but me and Pocket were arguing, and she didn't like that, so she just, like, wasn't, she wasn't hanging around as often. And That's true. But it, but it wasn't just me she was arguing with, man. It was everybody. When you got arrested, were you frequently calling Ashley? Because that's what she claims. Yeah. Okay. She was like, Pocket was blowing me up. Hey, I, hey, I didn't know anything about Brittany until I was in jail and on the phone, like, Every phone was recorded, man, subject to recording and monitoring. Who told you? Brittany, or not, not Brittany, but Ashley. Ashley did? Yeah, I didn't know nothing about it. Do you remember how the conversation went? Oh, I, just, I could tell that she was fucking trying to tell me a line of bullshit. Because I didn't believe it. Like, I still don't believe it. and Like, I really don't because I, like... Hey, man, when I was in the joint, all right, I got J-Pays from supposedly, allegedly, Brittany, but it wasn't her. It was Ashley. Coming from Brittany's J-Pay account? Yes. And what were those messages saying? What were they about? Just all kinds of, I'm a piece of shit, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm, I ruined Ashley's life, and I did this, and I did that. And just stupid shit. I mean, it's all saved because I, I recorded it to the A-Rust. So she's messaging you from Britney's account after Britney goes missing, because if you go to jail on the 29th, right, you get picked up, and then the 30th, Britney goes missing, and then... This is when she messages messages you from Britney's account is after that? Yeah. Like, I'd been in a joint probably six months before I got the first one. You still have those? I know what you're thinking, and we're looking into this. 
let's dive back into my interview with Pocket. Okay, so if you can, tell me this. Who was around and at Ashley's house, like, on the regular? Because that's what I'm trying to figure out. Who was the regulars around there? Well, there was me, there was Pontius, there was uh, Eric, there, Eric Shank. There was um, Pontius. Um, and like a bunch of her little goon squads. Like, I don't really know. Like, I, I don't. I didn't fuck with her little crew. There was uh, what the fuck is Zach Kaner? That's how I got introduced back into Ashley. Was Zach? Uh, I want to say his name was fucking. Hold on. He's queer, tall, white guy. I don't know. It was her, like, brother type shit is what, she, what Ashley called him. That's interesting. Did did Ashley, what kind of, like, what kind of actual weight was she pushing drugs-wise? I mean, because she's told me she was referred to as Panda. No, I was fucking Panda. And Jessica talks, or Ashley talks about how she was pushing weight and, and like, selling drugs. Is this small-time stuff or big-time stuff? Allegedly small-time. Okay. And... Does she, is it, is she one to allow someone, because Sheldon already told me that Brittany had to go pay a debt back to Ashley. Don't, don't, and, will you repeat that one time? So Sheldon is Brittany's boyfriend at the time. And Sheldon said, yeah, I actually had to drive Brittany back to Ashley's house because she had to pay a debt that Ashley sold uh, Brittany. And I'm trying to understand kind of the business transactions between Ashley and her letting people, you know, fronting them the drugs you know what i'm saying she she tried to act like that she tried to play that role let me ask you a question if you're if you're dating ashley and she's doing that though like is that was it like that kind of relationship because i'm wondering like what kept you around for ash Uh, so the bitch didn't tell on me for what the fuck she was doing oh gotcha and you still like you said you thought you've heard that there was this uh guy named pawnee or one of the people at the house is that you feel snitched on you and where you were at. Yeah, man, because, like, I caught them two trying to fuck around, like, when I went downstairs to get some food, and I come back upstairs, and I see some funny shit, and I call it out. And then, oh, yeah, Curtis, you're, you're fucked up, you're fucked up, it's you, it's you, it's you. Okay, well, guess what? I ended up fucking giving old boy a ride the night before, and he's the only one that knew where I was at the next morning and knew what I had, supposedly. Who did you give a ride to? Pontius. Pontius? Yep. Chris. Chris, that's right. right. Oh, fuck. If you want to know what I sound like when I'm overwhelmed, you just heard it. By now, you're probably just as overwhelmed with names as I am. Between October 18th and November 29th, it appears Ashley has a full house. Let's quickly inventory the household. Eric S., Brittany's separated husband. Chris Pontius. Polly, a.k.a. Pocket, Ashley's boyfriend at the time. Zach Kaner. And a tall white male who Ashley refers to as her brother and whose name Polly can't recall. Eric's there. He's your basically your guys' bitch boys, as you put it. What's he do for you guys? Whatever the fuck we want. Like run errands, pick up shit. Do all the shit we didn't want to do. 
and Britt's only there maybe three times. Yeah, it's that, and she wasn't there very long. Did you ever see Eric and Brittany messing around or hearing or hearing about them fucking around over there? I mean, they acted like a couple tried to, kind of. I mean, did Brittany ever suspect Eric and Ashley? Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Like, she's like, the, the accuser's guilty of what they're accusing. Ian, did you ever see Brittany ever be confrontational with Ashley or, or, or confront her on this? I mean, I've, I've seen Ashley try to become tough with her, like, to, trying to get loud. I don't know, it was probably about some shit like that. I tried to stay away from them as much as possible. I'm a pothead. I like to smoke and relax. Uh, like, I'm trying to think about who, would, who, in your mind, if you were to think about this person going over to Brittany's house and hanging out and, and, and being with her the night that she goes missing, who else do you, would you consider even being a person of interest or somebody even looking that direction? Do you have any idea? Eric and Ashley. Allegedly, this is what I was told, is Brittany paid the debt for Ashley. Ashley has said that Brittany was a debt for Jessica. How did Ashley have a debt now? That's just what I was told, man. And do you know who the debt was to? Fuck if I know. Okay. This is a great opportunity to address a couple rumors Polly brings to light. He mentions Ashley owing a debt to someone, and I'm curious, but Polly doesn't know who the debt is owed to. This could be a viable lead, so we'll follow up on this. So you're at the you're at the convenience store. How many cops pull up? Is it U.S. Marshal? Is it? It's just like it was my PO and his little fuck boy, and, and like he had a little fuck boy in the passenger seat when I come walking up Ashley's front door, and he's on the opposite side of the parking lot, facing right at me. I see his dumbass, so I turn the corner and I make it to Admiral. And next thing I know, I got him as fuck boy and four other cops or some shit like that, four cop cars. Did, and then did you ever ask about that? Like, how the fuck did they know I was here to Ashley or to any any of them? They had an anonymous tip. Yeah, Eric, thank you. Yeah, Eric Glide's my baby, man. I, he's good people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just kind of stunned. I was just kind of stunned about how you popped off with that. How did you and Ashley get to know each other? How did you guys become a couple? I went to school with her. Like, she was a grade ahead of me. And then we had, I didn't see her for so long. And then Zach needed some help and they needed some help. And I just got out and I knew I could do what they needed to do. And that's how I ran into her. What was the motivator to cut the tether? They, they needed my help to push what they wanted to push. Her and Zach? Yeah, allegedly. Did you end up helping them with what they needed help with? Hell no, I helped them fuck it all off. What do you mean? Shit. I'm just... They want me to be the guinea pig. They want me to be the fall guy or whatever. La, 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 la. Allegedly, well, guess what? I'm not collecting shit. You want, you're the one that did it, not me. You wouldn't let me touch it. You wanted me to touch it, but I wouldn't touch it. And that was her and Zach that were, that were trying to get you to do that? Well, mainly her, yeah. All right, um... So you're there for 28 days. Brittany's there maybe three times. Eric's always around. 
you and you you when you picked up Brit from Grandma's house within those twenty day twenty eight days, there's a point in time where Brittany eventually actually puts on Facebook that she's moving in with Sheldon Ashbrook. That's her boyfriend at the time. That was around November twenty third. Now, you said you yourself went and got the headlight. And I believe Ashley told me that, that you had gotten the wrong headlight, which is why she had to go to Walmart to get the other headlight. You don't ever recall repairing or fixing that headlight? You bought the headlight, but you didn't fix it, right? Yep. Okay. Do you remember Ashley talking about going to Walmart and meeting Whitney there? No, not that I recollect. She always tried to go to Walmart for something, but my, my guess was just like a fuck. Okay. Am I good to, to text you if I have additional questions? Yep. In Pocket's interview, he mentions picking up a light bulb for Ashley's car while he's living with her. Ashley says she makes a trip to Walmart to exchange the bulb on 1127. The more I think about this trip to Walmart, the more uncomfortable I've become. After hearing Pocket's testimony, we can assume the light bulb repair isn't completed before Pocket is picked up on 1129. Obviously, there was no urgency in repairing the light bulb, and therefore, no urgency in Ashley going to Walmart. If you recall, Ashley says that at Eric S.'s request, she doesn't tell Brittany that he's at her house, so Brittany can't come there. Instead, they plan to meet at Walmart. Now, if Eric and Brittany had been spending time together at Ashley's for much of the previous month, like she says, why would it be a problem for Brittany to know that Eric is at Ashley's? I'm smacked in the face when I hear Polly recount a story of receiving JPay messages from Ashley pretending to be Brittany. What the fuck is going on? Next time on Hide and Seek. All right. Uh, so, Sarah, hopefully you're ready because today is Operation BB God's Plan, a.k.a. Brittany's Facebook. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Hide and Seek. If you'd like to take a more active role in the Hide and Seek community, come interact with us. Share your thoughts, opinions, and theories in the Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group. Find us by searching Hide and Seek Podcast Discussion Group on Facebook. The Hide and Seek Podcast is hosted, produced, audio engineered, and directed by James Basinger. Written, edited, and produced by Sarah Joe. Director of Photography and Editing is Ethan Schatz. 
Our graphic design is created by Jordan Robinson.